This is Graham K, and you are listening to the Yuck Yucks Comedy Podcast. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Listen to the Yuck Yucks Comedy Podcast, hashtag YYCP, with host Jake Hirsch on SoundCloud or subscribe on iTunes. Be sure to visit us at www.yuckyucks.com. Twitter. Twitter. And follow us on Twitter using hashtag YYCP. What's going on, my little yuckamaniacs? This is the strip club DJ, Jake Hirsch. Welcome. <laughs> I sound like a strip club DJ right off the bat there. Hey, it's uh, your host, Jake Hirsch. Welcome to the Yuck Yucks Comedy Podcast. Thank you for listening. We've got a dynamite show lined up for you today. Uh, hey, welcome back, everybody. It feels like it's uh, been a, uh, quite a while since I've been behind the microphone, and it has been. I haven't done uh, really anything in the broadcast world um, over the holidays at all. I didn't have any reason to get behind a microphone. So it was, uh, it's a little interesting getting back out here in the studio, doing a little recording and, uh, getting back in the swing of things. Of course, 2017 is upon us. I hope everyone's, uh, year has rang in safely and, uh, and, uh, and memorably, I guess you could say, um, mine was very good. It was low key, very, uh, very relaxed, you know, just hung out, uh, ordered a little Chinese food. And uh, watched the annoying uh, Ryan Seacrest and, and Anderson Cooper and, and all those guys. Uh, I'm, I, and it's not that they're annoying. I think it's just the fact that the whole premise is just insane. If you think about it, they go down to like Times Square in New York City. And there's people that they interview on the street. And they're like, hey, uh, hey, you know, uh, when did you guys get here? And they're like, oh, about, you know, 630 in the morning. Oh my God. And it's like 1130 at night. Uh, have you had anything to eat? Oh, we had a couple of granola bars. That's all you've had all day. Well, you know, once you get a spot, you don't want to leave it. And I'm just sitting there going like, are you freaking kidding me? You've been standing outside in the freezing cold in New York city since 630 in the morning. It's like, it's like 20 hours, 23 hours. It's insane. It's absolutely, my math is way off there. I don't know what the hell the math is. Anyway, it's that's absolutely insane. Just so you can get a front row seat to what exactly? I'm not quite sure because the people they were interviewing <laughs> were nowhere near the stage. That must suck. You're like the first one there in the morning, and then you end up getting the worst seat in the house. Um, but yeah, just insane. And of course, you know we can't have a, a New Year's Eve without Mariah Carey melting down in some way. Uh, yeah, I actually found Kathy Griffin pretty funny. I watched some of the CNN. New Year's Eve thing, and I can't watch Seacrest for whatever reason. I love the guy. I think he's a genius. I can't watch uh, this stuff go back and forth between him and it was like Fergie, and, and there's just a – she was acting weird. It was just a whole – it was just weird. I didn't like it. So I stuck to the uh, the very predictable Anderson Cooper and his, uh, and his cohort there, Kathy Griffin, who uh, I, I just – I don't know. Something about her I just find funny. She just <laughs> – I don't know what it is. She's crazy. She's crazy as shit. Hey, I'm not going to keep boring you with this. We got lots of big stuff coming up on the show, folks. Uh, this show is just is rocking and rolling. I've realized that we've produced some of the, the finest Canadian comedy content uh, in all uh, of Canada and possibly North America. I'm not going to sit here and say that you know this show is the, the benchmark, the, uh, the elite episode of uh, of you know podcasts out there where, where you know people flock to for their entertainment however if you think about it per square mile 
we've got the stronghold on comedy interviews all across Canada. And of course, we have a ton of people up from the States all the time. So it's a very diverse podcast and it's been a great successful one. Uh, I would like to do a year in review. Maybe uh, uh, producer uh, Kira will remind me to do that. Maybe we can do something like a year in review episode. I think that'd be kind of fun. Play some of the clips of like our famous or favorite interviews, some of the wildest uh, stories and stuff like that. I think that would be a blast. And and, uh, my apologies for not thinking of it until after the new year. (laughs) I got a great idea about Christmas. You're like, yeah, it's a year away. Thanks. That was awesome. Appreciate that. Um, no, but I think that we could still review some of the old uh, the old episodes and stuff like that. It's incredible. We're like episode 79 right now. That is insane. 79 episodes we've done. That's, I feel like I should be getting residuals for the rest of my life. Like this is a sitcom. Like I was on different strokes or something. Uh, but yeah, that's crazy. 79 episodes. And it's awesome. Every interview has been a blast. Absolute blast. Um Hey, today's interview, we've got uh, the very funny, the very talented Bobby Warner. Now, Bobby came out uh, to my crib, out to the uh, the old studio uh, out in Cochrane, uh, the, Rolling Hills, the Rolling Hills of Cochrane, and, uh, and we sat and we did a podcast, uh, and then uh, I was like, hey, man, what are you doing? You want to go grab a bite to eat? And Bobby, yeah, let's do it, brother. So we go. We get a bite to eat, and we just have the best conversation. Just keeps me rolling the entire time. And uh, what a funny, young, talented, hip guy. And I've definitely got uh, uh, my finger on the pulse with this guy. Uh, I I saw him very early on when he started. And just to see him uh, get signed by Yuck Yucks is, is nothing short of incredible. Very young, very talented, and just very funny. And it's just it's always a refreshing thing to see somebody hit their stride very early in their career. And I think that's what, you know, Bobby's been blessed with is that he found his voice. He found his, his stride in comedy very, very early on. And that's, you know, Hey, sometimes it happens. Some people have to show up and work for it every day. And some people just figured out, uh, their first couple of, uh, couple of years in and, and, and Bobby clearly has figured this out in the first year. He's had an incredible amount of success and, uh, it was a pleasure watching him perform numerous times and bringing him on the road with me. Um, but Hey, in the meantime, let's go talk to him in person. You're going to love this interview. My good buddy, Mr. Bobby Warner. It's like the, uh, you know, yeah, yeah, the, the Legend it's of Zelda. It's like in Witcher 3. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know the name of games yeah. anymore. I did a podcast one time at the Yucks Condo, uh, and I forgot who it was. I want to say it was, uh, oh, man. I know he was here when Cal Post was here in town. Okay, mm. yeah. Um. I forgot his name. Anyway, um, super nice guy, and... Uh, when I was uh, interviewing Cal, I was like, "Hey, why don't we just do this like right after?" I mean, you're you're sitting right here, and he was mm-hmm. playing that Witcher. I oh think yeah, it was, was Witcher. it Rob Pew? It wasn't Pew. Uh, no, okay. no, yeah. Pew fucking stood me up. Oh really? You son of a bitch, <laughs> Pew. God damn it! If I didn't share that joint with you in the alley in Toronto, You'd be in trouble. We'd be in big, big trouble right now. Anyway, uh, yeah. So I, I he was playing some. I think it was like Witcher. It was like a role playing yeah. game or whatever. Yeah. And he was so fucking into it. That I was like, hey, man, I was like, why don't we podcast right after this? And, and I go, why don't you just join in? I'll just put a microphone in front of you. And he was just like, he looked at me dead in the eyes. and He was like, listen, bro. He's like, when I'm in it, 
I'm fucking yeah. in it. Like, I'm down the rabbit hole. <laughs> These guys go hard. That's dude. insane. Yeah, it's it's like crazy, especially when they got the, the, the headsets. And yeah, then they got, they got to, teams. They're yeah. like talking to you're people. In it. Yeah, it's your reality. My younger brother point. got into yeah. that. And then I know a guy. I can't mention any names on the podcast here, yeah. but uh, I know a guy whose old lady fucking like left him for some dude she met online. Really? Yeah. Like on a video game? On a fucking video game. That's insane. Remember that, uh, what's the PC game? The one that... Uh, World of Warcraft? World of Warcraft. It was World of Warcraft? Yeah. That's Did you imagine? Like, she, yeah. He comes home and he's like, I guess she's packing her bags. Yeah. And he's like, what, what, what are you, you know, like, what's going on? And, and she's like, yeah, like I fucking met some Merlin in Minnesota. <laughs> We're going to fucking make a run at it, right? And he's just like, what are you talking about? Kids and everything. We're going to make orcs. Yeah. <laughs> So she fucking went down there, and of course it was some fucking dude, probably in his mom's basement. Like that's you know, crazy, four hundred pounds, and you know, I don't even understand it. how it happens. Like I don't, like I get it with like cheating with people on Tinder, but I don't get like World of Warcraft. Yeah, like, like, how do you initiate? You bond over? Like yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's weird, man. That shit. Gets, are you are you into that stuff? Are you into like role role playing games and shit? No, I've never video games. My mom didn't let me have video games as a kid, and then now I can't afford a TV. So. <laughs> <laughs> You talk about your mom and your stand-up. Yeah, that's yeah. one of the jokes you put on there about your yeah. mom taking away like weights or, yeah, or scales yeah. and <laughs> scales stuff. Scales in the yeah, house. Yeah. yeah. So so okay. So this kind of opens up a Pandora's box here. So mm-hmm. so what's the backstory here, man? Uh, you're from where? Red Deer. I'm from Sylvan Lake. So, Sylvan Lake. All right. Yeah, Sylvan Lake is a town. It's like super small, and I have to use another pretty small town just so people know where I'm talking about. <laughs> Like that's how small and shitty it is. So I have to use a slightly bigger, you got to anchor it onto a, a bigger shitty. Yeah, place. exactly. Yeah. yeah. But Sylvan Lake swells up, man. In the summertime, like, yeah, it's it gets fuck, like it's off the deep end over there. It's like twice the size or three. It's like thirteen thousand. Yeah. In the in the winter time. Yeah. And in the summer, I think it's like two two and a half times the size or something like something insane jesus man it's crazy it's just it's like funny a though because town, yeah. it it uh it really becomes doucheville yeah uh, there's yeah. a lot of white oakleys in that town yeah come summertime of, there's a lot, a lot of monster rasta trucks striped uh rasta striped sandals yeah i went boating ironically there. racist people <laughs> <laughs> i went boating there one year a buddy of mine took me out on the lake and i'd never really been out uh on a canadian weekend celebration or whatever. yeah and, uh, you know, we took out a huge cooler of beer and, and, uh, and there was like, I don't know, eight or nine people on the boat. And, uh, of course I got my t-shirt on cause I'm the fat kid, right? Yeah. Like, I gotta, <laughs> got the hide, white t-shirt. <laughs> I gotta hide the tits, right? Yeah. So, so, uh, we're on there and everyone's, you know, drinking and everything. And I swear to God, it was like a fucking German sub yeah. just like out of nowhere. Just like whoop, whoop. Just the the marina cops, the yeah, RCMP. Yeah, they yeah, fucking, they boat they boat around and they yeah. sneak up on you. Like, it's crazy. It is. It was so fucking freaky because you get that kind of that little tingle in their spine about like mm-hmm. oh, I'm about to go down for something here. Like well, yeah. yeah, I did something guilty. And uh, these guys pulled up. They're like, hey, everybody, put your hands up. Put your hands really? up. Yeah, yeah. Like, so they're like, so that. you can't just like throw your beers mm-hmm. out or dump it out or whatever. Yeah. And so they come on, and the first thing they ask is like. Uh, uh, how many life uh, jackets on board? Everyone's mm-hmm. got to have a life uh, jacket available. And then there's like, you know, let's check out the compartments and you mind if we search your boat and all that <laughs> shit. So they dump out beers, a couple yeah. of beers, or, you know, make a Whatever. show of it and then they yeah. fuck off. But yeah, man, uh, Sylvan Link's a fucking trip, dude. Yeah, it's, it's a- super weird. It's like, I don't know. It's weird that it's such a big tourist destination because it's pretty shitty. Like, there's a, <laughs> it's there's just a, probably because of the lake, though, right? Like, yeah, well, and the, the lake draw? 
used to be nice. Like there used to be a really nice beach or something, but then right. they had to plug up some hole that was leaking <laughs> into a farmer's field or something, <laughs> and it like swallowed up the beach. There's no sand now. Yeah, it's, it's all just like little grass. rock, eh? Yeah, grass it's and rock. Just grass and rock. And it's weird. And like I don't know, the bars there suck. Like in the middle yeah. of the summer, you'll go out on like a Friday night, and it'll just be like. 10 rig pigs that are from Sylvan <laughs> and like no tourists. So when did you get out of Sylvan? Like, did you wait until you graduated high school? Yeah. So I was born and raised in Sylvan until I was about 18 years old. Okay. So you s- spent a good chunk of change there. Yeah. Whole life. Yeah. What did your parents do? So my mom was a teacher and then she was like a stay at home mom. Right. And then my dad was uh, worked overseas on the rigs. No way. Yeah, he oh, worked so he like was overseas his whole life. Money. Yeah, he was doing good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys live in La Vida Loca? Yeah, here? yeah. <laughs> crazy, man. No way. Yeah, so it was cool. Like he was, So what, he would do some stretches of like a month on, month off? Yeah, month on, month off. So that yeah. was kind of cool. Like, uh, cause, <laughs> you know, he was gone for a month and it was chill. And then he's he always come home and he's you. like, yeah, you never get sick of him. He, he heads out. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> I think he's that's a probably a cranky the, dude. <laughs> <laughs> he's just like used to yelling at some guy and yeah, fucking exactly. like you know some crazy language in Dubai probably. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Holy shit, man. So that's a good parenting model. It's like yeah. yeah, yeah, it's like fuck, he's always pretty happy when he gets home. He's yeah. probably always looking to uh spend some dough when he's there, treat himself to some great shit and you exactly. probably get to eat the crumbs along the way. Yeah, that's what uh adults, if you have kids out there, just leave them for a month. <laughs> Every other month, leave for a month and come back, and then you come back and your spouse does it. Oh then, my yeah. god! I think that I think uh, that would that would probably save a lot of f- cantankerous family relationships. Yeah, exactly. If everyone got six advice. months of holidays, <laughs> for sure. I mean, his were pretty much the opposite of holidays. But figure out a way that it's holidays, oh, then it'll be man. even better. That's crazy. Okay, so uh, your parents, like, uh, did they know you were going to be a comedian coming up, man? Did they? Uh, I think probably. Like, were you I was always... growing up? Were you like the yeah. Word guy or? yeah, I was definitely uh, the guy who would pretend to fall to make other people laugh and right. stuff. So I was, you know, I was like the fat kid. So I was like, oh, I'm not yeah, going to get shakes by being uh, good looking. So I better be funny. You know? <laughs> I better step it up a notch on the funny side. Yeah, exactly. uh, I saw these pictures of you when you were younger. Yeah, and yeah on my you, Facebook. You were or? a chubster, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, big time. It was pretty, uh, it's pretty funny. Didn't um, you show me a baby picture or a school picture? Or something? Yeah, was yeah, that yeah. you? Yeah, that was me. Yeah, I think you were showing me and Kathleen McGee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I was, we uh, in, yeah, that was yes. me. I was very cute until like fourth grade, and then I was just a hideous monster <laughs> until eleventh. And now I'm okay again. I'm cute again. You almost cute had that. Uh, you almost had that uh, when you were younger, man. That almost like that chunk from the Goonies, man. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like the truffle shuffle kid. I used to have a joke about that where I would say, like when I was first starting out. I would say I look like a mix between Brad Pitt meets Matt Damon meets Chunks Chunk from the Goonies. <laughs> that was like one of the first jokes I ever wrote. <laughs> speaking of which, okay, so, yeah. so hang on, hang on, because we're jumping all okay, over the yeah, we're getting place all here. over the map. <laughs> all right, here before I find out whether your parents approved of your comedy, yeah, uh, your parents still together? What's going yeah, on? Yeah, yeah, they're still together. Wow, which is crazy because they're like the opposite people like my dad's just like so cranky and stuff and then my mom's just like the happiest person oh, well, of all she time she only has to see him for six yeah, months exactly. out of year, right? <laughs> yeah. is he still doing the overseas thing not anymore he's tired like retired now he's, and retired. he's so bored like oh, he, he must can't. have fucking he must have done very well for himself yeah yeah he's good now he's old too he's like 60 
65. No shit. Yeah, I got an old dad. Wow, I'm only 20, man. so. Wow. Yeah, I mean, 45, huh? Yeah, yeah. And then my mom is, uh, she's 12 years younger than him. Wow. So I, no, my dad yeah. was uh, 45, I think 42, 45, somewhere around there. Yeah. My mom was like 22. No, no, 28. Oh, wow. 28. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. They were yeah, like, yeah. I was going to do the math of how many years apart they were, but I smoked too much of your space weed beforehand. <laughs> That's a good point. That's 17 point. years? I Something think. like that. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. yeah. I think that was like 17 years, man. It was crazy. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. But you know what? Old school folks, mm-hmm. they, they did that shit, man. Totally. Like, yeah. it, was, it was cool. Like, I'm glad I had uh, kind of old school parents, too. Cause, yeah. Because, like, my older dad, because, I don't know, at the time I was like, man, I wish I had video games and stuff. But now I'm like, I spent a lot of time outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. hurt myself a lot, and you know, it was fun. <laughs> <laughs> so was it like a? Uh, were you? Uh, was your dad like a like a? Uh, he wanted you outside, like playing sports and shit, type of guy? Or yeah, was it well, like, like uh, I'd say both my parents. Like my mom, just when we were kids, she was just always outside. Like what we would do before I was in school as a kid was we would literally go down to the beach for eight hours a day. No and way. Just like swim, like. All day, every day. And I was like, how the fuck did you not get bored? She's like, I just watched you guys. I don't know. <laughs> so, yeah, so she was just like constantly outside. And then we, uh, I started doing like uh, BMX racing. And then I did like a uh, freestyle BMX. And then uh, we all did like freestyle skiing. Like my no sister's way. on like the national, the Canadian halfpipe team. Really? Yeah. No one Holy knows shit. that. But yeah, she's like. <laughs> Breaking news, folks. That's, yeah, uh, that's yeah. badass, dude. Yeah. Wow, man. It's crazy. That is crazy. Mm-hmm. So, you grew up in Sylvan Lake. Yeah. Were you dying to get out of that town? Were you like the normal, typical, like, you know, every small town kid? You're like, I fucking just can't wait till I'm 18. Oh, yeah. I was 100%. There? But I feel like I I was like that, but I feel like in my small town, that wasn't typical. Like, I just didn't really fit in in Sylvan Lake super well. Right. Like, just because it was all like hockey players or like rig pigs and yeah. i was like i want to do comedy a lot, of, <laughs> you know? so, a lot of either rural folk or jock folk yeah exactly yeah. Yeah, just yeah. people that would make funny if you wore like anything that wasn't a hockey jersey and blue jeans and some cowboy boots so i was oh, like pretty man. happy to pretty happy to get out get out of there yeah, sure. yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah and then you went to of course the next uh um ideal place uh red Deer. yeah yeah so yeah. what you went over there when you were what 18 uh well no i went i came right to calgary when i was 18 Oh yeah. really? You so came here I first. At a, yeah, I worked at a ski hill for a bit in Calgary, and then I hurt myself and ran out of money and moved <laughs> back to Sylvan for a bit, and then I saved up some dough and I got out here. In that January. always sucks. Eh? When you gotta, since. You, that sucks when you got to go back to the folks' house. Uh, yeah, with the tail tucked tuck between the legs. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. I thought I could do it. I, I did the same it. thing, man. I was like, I am fucking out of here. I will never <laughs> fucking step foot in this. And like six months later, I'm like. Is it cool if I stay here for a bit? Can I crash on the couch for a week? <laughs> yeah. Parents are like, yeah, fuck, I never unpacked your shit in the back. Thankfully, I didn't leave spiteful. Thankfully, I was like, yeah, I'll probably have to move back in. <laughs> I, you yeah. didn't leave with a big fucking adios, mister. I was so bad at leaving. Like, I, I got the first time I moved out, I was just staying in a family friend's house, like, just renting it right. for, like, 400 bucks a month. And right. so it was fine. But, like... I just refused to work over like twenty four hours a week. Like I worked like four You're days like, a week, and I was like, "Yeah, I was like, I can't work more than this, and we'll have no free time." 
And I ran out of money so it's, fast. <laughs> it's such a reality check, man. When yeah, you, it's uh, insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's, a, it's such a crazy thing, dude. Uh, yeah, I think every kid goes through that uh, for the most part. I know I, I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fucking funny. Um, all right, so you go back home. Your your parents are pretty cool with you hanging out. And yeah. So what, what made you go to Red Deer instead of Calgary? Was, so the second time you moved out was to Red Deer? No, I didn't actually move out to Red Deer. I just tell people I'm from Red Deer because no one just knows where Sylvan is. you associate it with the shitty Sylvan Lake. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Fuck, if we knew man. he was from Sylvan Lake, we'd never let him up on stage. <laughs> people are water trash. This changes the whole game here. Oh, Great. man. Oh, holy shit. Okay, so you went to... Okay, so you never really were a Red Deer kid. No, I was just like. I, <laughs> when did you start? When did you start doing comedy and shit? Um, I started doing comedy like October of last year, I guess. So I was uh, I was nineteen, nineteen years at old time? at the time. I was working at a coffee shop at the in, time. Where in Red Deer? So I would drive from. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I would drive from Sylvan to Red Deer to work in the coffee shop and do comedy. I was yeah. going to be like, listen, if you say right. I was living in Red Deer <laughs> and working in Red Deer, I would have come across the desk. Quit fucking around with yeah, me. I'm like, holy fuck. Um, okay. Yeah. That's fucking... That's, okay, so you were just commuting. How far of a drive is that, man? It's only like 20 minutes. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's not far. It's just like a little, just 15 minutes of highway driving. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, it's okay. not bad. It's not bad. So, yeah, I started comedy in Red Deer when Dude, I was that's like the uh, worst 19. fucking job you can get, though, working at the coffee place. I mean, oh, it's I great thought you were going to say like doing comedy in Red Deer. Well, no, that too. <laughs> <right? laughs> but uh, there was... Uh, uh, coffee shops open up so fucking early in the yeah, morning, man. So early. That's a sore. And people, a lot good. of the times, are not happy to see you because they're also up that early. So, is, is it busy at five in the morning? Ah, oh, man. What, what time? Like, okay, like because you the work in coffee work at, right yeah, now. Yeah, right? I work at one right now, and we open up at six a.m. downtown. Mm. And I always get very mad because I'm insistent that we should not open up at six a.m. downtown. <laughs> Because like, it just it doesn't get busy till seven, but it's like, like you wake up at four forty five. Yeah, oh, it sucks. God, I hate that man. And then I walk to work, so I'm like walking to work oh. at like five a.m. in the morning, which is like the coldest time of the of the coldest of the day. time of the day. It's like yeah. windy as fuck. It's dark out. It's oh garbage. my god, why do you do that? I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying not to. You gotta have a heart. <laughs> I guess so. Um, wow, dude, that's fucking crazy. Yeah, I couldn't do that, man. Yeah, no, I don't. I'm recommend just so it. selfish about that stuff. I'm like, now I'm like, I never work for the airlines because I no. have to be there at five in the morning. It's, like, it's like honestly reasonable fuck. to not want to wake up before five a.m. Like, yeah, I don't think anything good happens before no, that time. So is, like, so but like, sorry. So so it was actually busy at five in the morning. Like people uh, would start no. to filter in though, like five thirty ish. People what? start to filter in right around like six, like. If you're lucky in your first hour from like six to seven, you'll get like ten sales maybe. Oh, so wow. that's not a lot. And like then a on like a regular there day, there will be like five sales. I don't know. So are you like slapping on an apron when you first get there and you yeah. fucking start grinding beans and shit? Slap on an apron, dial fresh. in the coffee, put away all the pastries. We do this thing where you count all the money in the morning, then you count all the money when you like go home just to keep everything on track, I, I guess. I can't wait till this is used against us in court. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he gave us the blueprint on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, so this is how much money they make in a day. If you want to steal from them, this is where Here's the cameras where are located. Okay. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Holy Safe's shit, in man. the back. The code is <laughs> No, you know what? I thought about that, though, because I've, I've come to visit you at work a couple of times because yeah. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm way too cheap to buy, buy my own coffee. Yeah, I just rely yeah. on people like you. Yeah. Uh, but it's always a very cool 
hodgepodge of of characters coming yes. through that place. Yeah, definitely, especially that one. Yeah, there's a uh, a lot of weird dogs, a lot of weird dog owners, <laughs> a lot of cyclists for like just like sixty five year old men. Like caffeine pump or something out of that. Yeah, it's like cyclists love coffee. Apparently, that's two things I didn't know. There was like a overlap on the Venn diagram, <laughs> but there is. It's crazy, and they're they're I don't know. That's nuts. It's like. That's like the new midlife crisis, I think. It's like buying a really expensive bike and joining a, a club. Like yeah. That's what it seems to be like in Calgary. They have like $10,000 bikes. They yeah, just bike expensive all day. shit. Yeah. Fucking crazy. Fucking crazy weird. hobby, man. Yeah. That whole bike lane thing pisses me off, though. That's another <laughs> ballgame. That's, uh, that's another episode We're not trying to get too controversial. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, bike lanes in rural Calgary, look out. Hot button right Hot there. Button. <laughs> Okay, so tell me when the first sight, like, how did you, what did, when did, was it a, was it a dare, was it a bet, did you just say, I gotta fucking try comedy? The weird thing is, like, I wasn't super into watching stand-up comedy when I was a kid, like, most comedians can name you just, like, a hundred stand-up Specials albums they've listened to, and, yeah. like, I've listened to, like, very few, and, like, still listen to, like, a relatively small amount, but then I just, for, like, I always wanted to do comedy as a kid, and I didn't know if I wanted to do, I didn't really want to do improv, the kids were kind of dicks, a lot of them, right. and then I didn't, like, I was too lazy to ever film anything, so I was, like, seems like the quickest way to, like, express things through a medium would be, like, Comedy. Stand-up comedy. And then I got, like, just super obsessed with the idea. And for, like, four months before I went on stage, I was, like, just, like, writing stuff, like, every day. Cause, no like, way. Jerry Seinfeld said that he would write, like, every day. So I, like, just wrote every day. And then uh, I messaged, it's funny, I messaged a guy in Red Deer. And I was like, hey, man, I heard you got a stand-up show on Thursdays. Like, can I get up? He's like, that's a pro show. You can't get up on that one. <laughs> when I have an open mic, I'll let you know. And I was like, nah. Fuck! I'll never get up. I'll never make it in Red Deer. This has all the markings of like a uh, a, uh, a John Bon Jovi special. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I went to You'll my never, first gig, and the guy was like, "You'll never make it, kid. You're never gonna door. have nothing. <laughs> you, no you're shit. lake trash. All right, go back, <laughs> guppy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, oh man! And then eventually, I saw on Facebook they had like an open mic. So I was like. What place was this called? This is at, uh, they still do it every Thursdays and Sundays. Here's an advertisement for them. Every Thursdays and Sundays at Heritage Lanes. It's So You Think You're Funny Sundays. Clint Work. And yeah, Clint Work. And oh, the Thursdays. I know Clint very well. Yeah, he's actually a really nice guy. Good dude. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So then I went on the Sunday. I did it. I had like a really good set. And then he's like, all right, you can come this Thursday. <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm a pro now. <laughs> yeah. So it was great. He doesn't talk anything like that at No, all, I know, but it's but fun doing it. It is fun voice. to do it, yeah. Yeah, he's like making a big sound, cigar. Yeah, he's making like, him listen. sound like he's pulling the strings. That's what I think of every time I hear uh, all these other stories about people going to like the comedy cave and like yeah. all these different little rooms. And you know, Then he looked at me and he's like, hey. Come back on Wednesday, kid. You got something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I see something in you. This crowd didn't like you, but I like you. And I know comedy. This crowd's dog shit. Idiots. Fucking scum. That's like, well, well, you, you progressed fast yeah. in comedy. You progressed yeah. fast. You're one of the youngest signed comedians to Yuck Yucks. Yeah. That was probably a pretty crazy adventure. Yeah, that was crazy. I think I definitely... Uh, Red Deer lent itself to progressing either very fast or very slow. Uh, I think I got to progress really fast because of Red Deer because there was very small audience members. Right. So when I first started out, you, you <laughs> ramble a, a lot. That's you, Clint. Sorry. Yeah, no. It's <laughs> no, just, no, just what happened. <laughs> so it was really small audience members, but uh, like 
you were able to get up like three times a week on stage. Okay. So that lends itself to being able to try out a whole bunch of new shit. And when I started, I just rambled a lot. And then I was like, these people fucking tune out after two seconds. Right. So I'll just hit them with these short, fast jokes, get their attention, then do the long jokes. Right. And then I just wanted to see how many like short, fast jokes I could write. And now I kind of do more like one-liner type jokes Was that something that so. you wanted is that something methodical like did you read like this is like you know like did you take did you take advice from people like Seinfeld and stuff like that about how to get started mm, kind of like uh when uh when I started the only advice really I took from Seinfeld was like he's like write every day like just write new stuff all right. the time so right. I, I still try and do that I don't write every day but like I write as often as I I kind of can I've kind of like switched lanes on that but it works better now right. but uh yeah like write every day and then i i read a, a couple like blogs and stuff on how to get started with stand-up but it was all kind of like pretty obvious stuff like things you would kind of know already so right. i didn't get too much from it other than the but like, for someone to hard. figure out that timing in the first year of comedy to figure out yeah to was... be able to kind of step back and reevaluate where yeah. you need work is is a difficult thing to do sometimes it takes a lot of years to do that yeah totally and i think that's also that is i guess one thing that i learned was like record every set right so when i was like starting out like i still do i record every set and i would listen to it like three times after that night and i'd be like yeah okay, fucked up there there and there right. like next time like think about specifically not doing that or like not right. doing this so yeah i think that's where that partly came from and then just kind of like since i was able to do like three shows a week right off the bat in front of hard audiences like sometimes when you don't give a fuck about some of the shows that's good because you're like i'm just gonna do it how i want to do it right and then that usually will work for you if you right, kind of right. just do comedy how you think it's funny because that's like how you've been making your friends laugh for like 20 years is by doing what you think so is it's funny right like, so. stick stick to the like if it's not broken why try to fix it yeah like don't try and write like other comics or anything you know or don't try and perform like other comics because when i started i definitely did like when i started at first i was ripping off like i don't know like louis a weird louis ck jerry seinfeld mix right and then i started with the shorter jokes and then i was kind of like ripping off jeselnik a little bit right when i first started doing the one-liners like i would just do really dark shit like that and yeah, then yeah. i just started to write like what i thought was funny instead of like what i thought would do well in front of an audience or what i thought like anthony jeselnik would say it's just right. like what would i say so <laughs> yeah 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 no, that's a pretty good outlook of it. Like that's mm -hmm. a good that's a good way to approach it. I think. And, yeah, I think and, so. Uh, obviously, you've had some incredible success with it. Does it feel weird being young and like like you had a great night? You showcased for Mark Breslin. Yeah, I was there at that at that night. I watched you perform. It was a dynamite set. I yeah. think everybody had a really good set. I don't think yeah. anybody had a shitty set that night. I think totally. the crowd was difficult to warm up. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why that crowd seemed really weird, but there was just one table that was just fucking laughing maniacally at everything Loving everybody it. said. Yeah, it yeah, was yeah. great. There was the like best. seven or yeah. eight kids in there that were just like, everything was hilarious. Yeah. Which is dynamite to have that. And I was Because worried. it becomes infectious a bit. Yeah, know? yeah. I was worried because they came in and they were pretty young and looking decently drunk. But they didn't heckle once. They laughed at everything. They I were amazing. I think they said that <laughs> yeah. you were their favorite comic that night. Oh, that's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> like, you gotta bring that guy back here, man. There you go. <laughs> I think they looked at LaBelle and they were like, that dude is funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, it was a uh, it was an interesting night, and uh, I, I felt bad for people obviously who had to take the bullet. And, uh, yeah, and, uh, you know that's a tough spot to be in. Hundred percent. Yeah. But uh, but you showed up. You uh, you kicked some ass, and and uh, I mean, were there were there what was that experience like for you sitting down? And and I mean, obviously, Mark Breslin's name is a name that's yeah. pretty synonymous with Canadian comedy, yeah, and it it's on every through. sign and yuck yucks. Yeah. Uh, were you nervous? Were you were you shitting your pants? Like what was going on in your head? Yeah, I was definitely shitting my pants a lot before the set because I was like, I don't want to fuck up in right. front of Mark Breslin. But at the same time, I was like, I know I can do good. Like it's yeah. it's a seven minute set. Like I've I've got a tight seven minute set that I've showcased before. I know what right. to do in this scenario as yeah. long as like even if I fucked up half the jokes like. The rest, I like to think, are like strong enough that it'll bring the set back. So I, I was like very yeah. nervous, but I was like, "There's not a lot that can go wrong. Like, there's a good crowd here. I'm doing like my best material. Right. I'm gonna sell it well. So like, I, I wasn't too nervous. But then meeting Breslin, uh, that was uh, definitely very nerve wracking because I had no idea if he liked me. Like, I did well with the crowd and everything. Right. But like, I, you know, he could have hated my comedy. And then. uh also, I just didn't know what he was going to be like as a like person. You knew where he was sitting. Did you at any yeah. point try to make contact with the back of the room? Did you try to look at the scene? I would if look, were but attention? it was like so dark and stuff. And, I was and like, the lights are so bright in that, in yeah, that place, exactly. too. Like when you're looking out from the stage, like it's a bright. You can't see shit. You can't see yeah. anything. Yeah, it's tough yeah. to see. Yeah. So I, I was like, I, maybe maybe that sounds like his laugh. It sounds like it's coming from his table. That's good. <laughs> you know? so, I'll go with that. Yeah, yeah that so that was good. good. And then I met him, and he was super nice. And he was like, yeah, keep doing what you're doing. You're doing great. Uh, I liked your stuff a lot. Like, ask me how much time I had. Yeah. All that kind of standard stuff. And then he was like, great. Well, it was nice to... Nice to nice to talk to you. And I was like, fuck, I guess I'm not getting signed. Yeah, <laughs> like, cause yeah, I, yeah. I had a vision in my head, I guess, of him just whipping out a contract for a million dollars and saying, It's almost sign like this uh, now. You know? <laughs> and, uh, not the reality. <laughs> the million dollars is true. I do get a million dollars a show, but uh, it just didn't happen right there. Yeah, you get like a text. Yeah. Like, <laughs> congrats, fucker. You got yeah. it. All right? Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, Jesus, there's no fucking balloons and streamers here. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because that was like really my first. Ex- I mean, your first experience was mine as well as him yeah. seeing Mark work like that, yeah. right? I've never seen him give uh, any type of feedback to comics before. Yeah, and, uh, I had just been in Toronto the week before, I think it was, or a couple weeks before, or what have you, and um, and uh, I, you know, there was a bunch of people showcasing there, and and Mark mm-hmm. Mark was there one of the nights at the club, and and. Uh, he came down to watch, and then you know he left after it was done, or, or at some point there was a break or something like that, and he ended up leaving. But uh, I, for some reason, thought I was going to be like sitting in a booth somewhere, and people are like, you know, uh, yeah. congratulations, kid, you got yourself a yeah. contract. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, something yeah. like you see you off the think, movies, right? right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And uh, so that was my first time sitting and watching him give. And you know what's funny is just like how dialed in he is to knowing what's bullshit and what's not. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. Mark has an exceptional ability to just uh, see things that people are probably don't want to hear at times mm-hmm. and things that people probably need to hear at times. Yeah. Uh, but he knows how to pick them. He yeah. really does. Yeah. It's, uh, he's, a, he's very smart at what he does. Um, 
So, yeah, but yeah, that was one of the that was one of the funny parts of it was that there was people sitting down, and I I kind of expected the same thing. I kind of thought there was going to be like you know pull mm. out a contract from a briefcase and like sign it. And, do you want to sign? Do you wanna, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. so uh, you know, no time to look it over with a lawyer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, sign this. Kid. Do it. Yeah. <laughs> Don't be an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, but like, uh, uh, so yeah, so you left that not really having a strong feeling of whether or not you were signed. Yeah, I mean, he gave me a lot of positive feedback. He was like, we'd like to work with you in the future. And I was like, that's very loose. I don't know <laughs> if that means 10 years or tomorrow or what. <laughs> so I kind of went home and I was like, I think he liked me. I had a good set. Like, maybe I'll hear something. Right. And then two days later, I was hanging out with Ben. And he got the call while I was in the car. Right. And I was like, so excited for him. But then by the end of the day, I hadn't got the call. And I was like, ah, oh, fuck, like guess next year which i was fine with but would have like been nice and then the next day i got the call and i was like oh cool (laughs) me and ben yeah what was that phone call like for you it was crazy yeah it was super exciting it was a it was a yeah it was the most excited i've been on the phone in uh quite a while it's uh (laughs) yeah it's like a real uh kind of benchmark in my it's probably like the highest benchmark so far in my comedy career but uh, even in like i think most canadian comics career whether they've uh, parted ways with yuck yuck since or uh anything like that i think that was a big uh big part of their careers probably when they signed with yuck yucks yeah because i i feel like even people who maybe left Yuck Yucks and didn't love the experience, realize how good of a tool it is to get better at comedy and as a comedian and like spread mm-hmm. your name across the country. Like, yeah. And that's like, it it's is unbeatable in Canada. Like right. there's nothing else that is that good for doing like long sets all across the country, unless right. you're like a self promoter, like crazy. Like, right. right. And Absolutely. even then you, it's hard to get that it's good tough, without man. like having Yuck Yucks as a platform to like start getting your legs doing Right. longer sets and things like that what has been your experience since you've been signed like as far as uh i oh, mean man. everybody has come into situations yeah and, and don't feel like you have to speak on it if you're not comfortable with it but i think it's an interesting thing and i and i think it, it might be an opportunity for you to tell people what it's really like uh have you in, have you acquired anybody that you sense is jealous or haters or or people that got upset because you got signed no i don't think so Thankfully, because that's what's... I was looking for dirt on the yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who's an asshole? Who is it? <laughs> Let's single him out. Let's call him out now. <laughs> that's the cool thing about Calgary is like, there's a, it's such a small community that everyone is like genuinely friends with each other. And then it's such like a, there is like such little opportunity right now in Calgary. Like, it's not like they're filming a TV show in Calgary that every comic's going for and like sure. someone's going to be jealous if you don't get it or they get right. it or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, there's so little like industry and, uh, community that it, everyone's a friend and everyone's kind of just like happy for someone when something yeah, goes think well Calgary's for them. I think Calgary's got that. I think that, uh, I, I've, uh, I've seen that firsthand as far as like people just being good mm-hmm. and happy for other people. I know in other places, and I'm sure it's still in Calgary. Yeah, um, like to a small extent. I'm sure thing, there is, know? for sure. But there's something about uh, it must be a difficult thing for someone who's been doing comedy for five years yeah. to see someone been doing it for one yeah. and has kind of got it figured out. Yeah. I hope not, but <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I don't have it figured out yet, but <laughs> yeah. I'm sure like... I mean, you've got for... it figured out in the sense of... of uh, You've got something, you've got a good, strong core that you can build on. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah. I mean? 
I think you found your voice, right? Yeah. Like I think you found uh, the presence that you're looking for on stage because yeah. it's it's worked for you. I've worked shows with you before. And yeah. You're, you're you you do great pretty much everywhere you go. Yeah. Um. So I think in that sense, there's some people that figure it out in five years, and I mm-hmm. mean, like Louis C.K. says, I mean, he figured out where his voice was after 20 years. You know what yeah. I mean? Like yeah, there's yeah. some people, and that's not to say that that's does not going to evolve for you. Yeah, yeah. It just means that you've happened to find that niche for yourself, and mm-hmm. it's working well for you. Yeah. And. uh that's the good thing about comedy is that like it's not like a child you're not like a childhood star you know mm-hmm. what I mean it's like yeah, exactly. it's like you're yeah. pigeonholed forever as being like a young teenager yeah. or something right like your comedy can grow with you yeah exactly but it must feel good to know that you've kind of you've hit some type of a of a home run you know yeah. your first your first year up yeah definitely it definitely feels good I don't know I just like definitely always had a lot of faith in myself that I could. Do something like I just knew, like I was like I'm just a funny person, I yeah. think, and like yeah, yeah. I, I write sense. a lot and like I work hard. I like go to shows like every night, right? Like it, it, it's bound to happen. Like I didn't know it would happen this fast, but it's bound to happen sooner or later. And then I just worked a lot in my first year. Like a lot of people, a lot of people when they start out for their first two years are like very on and off. Like mm-hmm. they're like I've been doing comedy three years, but for the first two years they maybe went out like six times a year, right? So it's right. like. In a sense, some of those people, I'm a lot more like they are in their third year, just because right. like a lot of people's third years or first year taking it seriously. Sure. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I just a took big, it big like difference. very seriously, like right off the start, and right. I was just like, "This is really something I I want to do." And how like, often really do you pursue? Yeah. How often yeah. do you like go up? Um. How many times a week? It like depends, but I would say like usually about seven times a week, which is like kind of the max you can in Calgary. Sure. Like I'll try and get uh, ideally like two spots on Friday, two spots on Saturday, and then like uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, there's all open mics. Right. So I'll usually get up on at least like two of those on any given week. Like some weeks it'll be zero, but... Right. So if you get up on like two of those a week three of those a week plus like four club spots on the weekends you're you're doing you're pretty well man. yeah yeah and then sometimes you get up on all four in a week and then like four club spots on the weekend yeah yeah so wow you can, you can do a lot yeah it has it uh has it changed anything financially for you uh not i mean a little bit yeah there's like a little bit there so that's not like yeah just like it's like I, extra I, money I, I, that I, you can just like toss right into savings. And I'd you're be like, honest I with you. I didn't expect that. So <laughs> <laughs> savings I'll put it in there. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, uh, that's one of those things, man. It's uh, it's. I mean, clearly you're not. You don't. You know, you're not quitting your day job or anything. Yeah. But at yeah. the same time, you can throw around a little bit of weight. Yeah. With exactly. That, right. Yeah. yeah you're take, a signed uh, comic. Take right? a girl over a nice dinner or something. Yeah. <laughs> I could I I would be dropping that like every fucking week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Oh funeral. no, it's just comedy money. It's just yeah. extra money. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. I'd be dropping the, the sign thing too, man. I just yeah. every fucking everyone I'd be like <laughs> Yeah, no, no. So I was just I'd be at a funeral and I'd be like, Oh, it's so sad what happened. You know, it was so it was yeah. crazy because I was just telling them about getting signed with Yuck Yucks, right? <laughs> and, and that was just, so like monumental. <laughs> I mean so I literally was just having drinks with Mark Breslin. Not yeah. sure if you know him or not. Um, it's sad that this guy died since he was uh, the friend of one of the youngest signed Yuck Yucks comedians. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, what a tragedy. 
Just be a huge dick about it. That's my new uh, MO. <laughs> exactly. That's my thing now. That's my thing. Um What's up next for you, man? What what do you got going on? You've been uh you've been you've been hitting all the major cities here, right? You've yeah, been doing yeah, Calgary just, uh, and Picture Butte and all yeah. these fucking major All the hubs, you know. I'm talking Lethbridge. <laughs> I'm talking hubs. Red Deer. <laughs> Do you I'm go back up to Red Deer now? By Kelowna. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you go back to Red Deer now? Uh, yeah, that's my next plan in my step to get big as a comic is to go back to Red Deer. Uh, <laughs> no, no, but I mean, no, do you go yeah. back and do Heritage now? Every now and then, like I have uh, since I left, I've been there probably like four times or so. Like if Clint ever asked me like to come host or like yeah. feature or anything, I'll I'll do that. I like it. Or if like yeah. one of my friends is going, it's kind of fun little road trip. It's not too far where it's like a huge chore. Yeah, kind of just listen to some music on the way out, do some comedy. That's all right. Joke huh? about it afterwards. Yeah, so it's good. So uh, we're gonna do a quick lightning round here because we got about uh, three, four minutes here before we're gonna all wrap right. up. Um, favorite people to be on the road with? Probably you're Ben gonna, Cannon. You're gonna you're gonna make even more enemies all now. Right. The game, uh, right? Whoever the opposite of Ben <laughs> Cannon is. <laughs> favorite place to do a show so far. Favorite place to do a show so far? Probably like Yuck Yucks Calgary. Ah, he's a company man already. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. Favorite uh, favorite road trip you've been on? Where have you been to? Favorite road trip I've been on? Pitcher View was fun because I got caramel corn that was made yeah, by my godmother. Yeah. Oh, I got your biscotti too, man. Yeah, and biscotti. Hell yeah. I got your biscottis. Thank God. Yeah, I put them in the freezer, man. That was dope. Made yeah. a stage out of pallets. Jesus, that was fun. I completely forgot about that. Clone I'm to steal a couple too. from you. I went with Brett Forte and Chris LaBelle. Yeah. And that was a wild time. I went yeah. to Kelowna with LaBelle. We did a week tour. and Yeah. Uh, <laughs> You'll get up to some shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Essentially. I didn't know he was on mushrooms until halfway back yeah. home. And <laughs> he was standing through the moonroof of my car taking pictures of cars passing by. And I'm just oh like. God. Yeah. Wow. And, we, and we, we drove through the fucking reserve. And he like. Stop the car! Stop the car! And he like runs to the top of some fucking hill. Oh my god! I'm just sitting there going like, dude, we gotta fucking. Like, <laughs> this is a six hour trip. We've been on the road for 14 hours. Like, holy fuck! Everywhere he wanted to stop. And Everywhere, do a photo shoot stop, and, get a photo. Like, oh, yeah, or, oh my god, we gotta get young caramel apple from right over here. We gotta do that. Let's do it. Come on, let's go, guys. That guy looks like Hulk Hogan. Yeah, we gotta stop. Like Hulk Hogan. Oh man, good times, good times. Okay, so yeah, what's up next for you, man? What uh, you got any shows on the books? You got any? What do you doing for the holidays here uh for the holidays not too any, much planned yet any, uh, not any too much on, on the road or anything coming up not on the road yet no uh, i got a lot in january and i got a lot in february but uh until then not too much not too much huh? Yeah. taking it easy taking it easy hitting some uh, calgary stuff going to red deer you got a room here in town yeah, Crash Test Comedy. Let's throw Vern's. a little advertisement out for that. Every Tuesday at 8 p.m., come down to Vern's. It's downtown. It's right across from the Globe Cinema. Mm-hmm. And it's local comedy hosted by me or my friend Austin or my friend Amy. Yeah, so and it's funny incredible. people right there. Austin yeah, we and Amy. try and bring in the, the best local acts for That's your awesome, enjoyment. Yeah. Excellent. Thanks for doing this, pal. Yeah, no problem. Thank you. All right, folks, and there you have it, the uh, Bobby Warner interview. How was it? What did I tell you? Right? Unbelievable, man. freaking believable Funny kid, very talented, and I'm just glad to be a part of the whole Bobby Warner team. 
That's right. We've got a team, Team Bobby Warner. <laughs> anyway, hey, thanks everyone for listening. We got some killer shows coming up. Hang tight. I promise you, this just keeps getting better and better. Uh, I said to sit down with a, a good buddy of mine next week. It's going to be fun. It's going to be uh, it's going to be a blast. Hey, on behalf of myself, your host Jake Hirsch, and the entire crew, Yuck Yucks, sound like a WestJet uh, uh, flight attendant. Uh, Mr. Mark Breslin, and executive producer Kira Williams, our webmaster Camille Argue, and of course your talented hubby, Mr. Lane Argue, the man who lays down all the acoustic tracks for this podcast. Check him out, LaneArguGuitar.com. And uh, we will see you next week.